Hello. Welcome to Dish Knows Nothing. I'm Michael Dishno. Sometimes we'll talk about stuff, and other days we'll talk about things. Some days we're just going to talk about what's on my mind. This is a warning. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to have you be listening to me, and it's a pleasure to be heard. I hope you're all doing well whenever you're listening to this. Um, hope your week has been going swell, and I hope it continues to go perfectly. Let me just say, I'm going to let him do his thing. Bentley's munching, and as long as he's munching, I'm going to let him keep on crunching. So... I'm just going to get into it. I don't have much like housekeeping. I kind of keep track of that. We're all like, oh, this is housekeeping things for the week. I don't have much except, oh, actually, okay. Today, my life changed forever. I got to share a quick story. I got a sponsor, as you guys know, and we'll get into today's episode sponsor, but this is a consistent sponsor, Cajun Randall Jewelry, for those of you who know. Um, I'm going to look it up so I get all the words right that I want to say, but uh, Cajun Randall Jewelry has just updated her KR Lux chains on her website. And I think she might actually be sold out because I bought one and I'm wearing it and I feel fancy and it's fantastic. And you know what guys, you guys can still use the code dishy with two Y's 10, the number 10 and get 10% off with her stuff. And it's fantastic. So I encourage you to do that because she's got some great stuff over there. Love to support and love to be supported by it so keep it going and that's how my life has changed but really without any further ado i'm going to get my guest in here and on the mic because i'm excited and i need to make one thing uh known last episode i was talking and i got a text from a a guest which isn't actually this guest and i was saying like oh i just got a text from my next guest scheduling conflicts uh you know gotta stay stay flexible And here I am with another one of my honored guests. And I'm super excited for this episode. Super excited to see really what the heck we're going to talk about because we kind of just decided it. And really without any further ado, my guest, Alex Randall. Hello, Internet. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, Alex Randall. Um, For those of you who don't know Alex Randall, you're really missing out on life. And that's all I got to say. Um... I've known Alex for some time. We used to work with each other. Alex, as I has talk, have talked about in previous episodes, is one of my dear friends that we play D&D with, who is kind of like the resident DM for a lot of our stuff and has taught me a lot about DMing. So, you know, got a fun relationship and have had a lot of fun together playing games, playing D&D, watching movies, hanging out over the last three or four years that we've known each other. Um, Sounds about right. 2017. So what is that? Yeah, five years now at this point. That's a long time. That would have been November 2017. Yeah, that long is a time. long time. Well, hey, it's half my life. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't know, Alex is 10. <laughs> yeah, legal age of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
but it's okay. His, his parents and legal guardians are here. It's they okay. signed off. Yeah. 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 No, it's cool. Creative rights. We're all good. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, so before I get into sponsors and song of the day, and then we really dive into topics, who is Alex Randall? Anything you want to share with us? Who am I? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, well, to start off with, I am 10 years old <laughs> and I'm sitting in a podcast. <laughs> um, I am a human male. <laughs> yeah, I've never really answered a question of who are yeah, yeah, you in a context that wasn't a job interview. So Yeah, yeah you're, not, you're not being interviewed because you're no, not being no, paid. No. no, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not allowed to. I'm only 10. <laughs> um, well, who am I? That's interesting. Uh, I am an artist. As Michael mentioned, I do play a lot of D&D. I usually DM, though I always play when I get the chance. Um... I paint a lot. I like to make stuff. I stay up inappropriately late, way past my parents' bedtime. <laughs> I mean, what is there to tell? There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't have to like say your life story or, you know, there's only core ten values. years, not a lot to go through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not much to say. Yeah, you haven't had you haven't had that moment in your. I've only teens. had independence for the past four. <laughs> From when you were six, yeah, you went independent. Yeah, kids aren't independent. Dang. Until they're six. Until they're six. When you turn six, your parents cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe there's more to unpack there in that life story <laughs> and maybe in another another episode when we want to get really you deep. you get to be your own person? Six. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Well, that would be life-changing for six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, cut the blue ribbon and off you go. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll say, for those of you who don't know, Alex... Um, what was oh I totally forgot shameless plug you know as it would be plug. Alex makes dice I do make dice I do tell us about it so it started as a COVID project because when we were locked away doing nothing you have to do something with your life and I decided that playing with toxic chemicals was something I wanted to do <laughs> and so my friend who is now a roommate was like hey I want to get into making plastic toys and I was like hey I want to get into making dice and so we realized that. A lot of the tools that we needed for our own individual like desires lined up and so he paid for half of it I paid for half of it started making some stuff uh, he realized he hated it so I basically inherited all of it and what is that now three or two years later I have just basically as a part-time job I make artisan dice as they say um, you can find me at satellite underscore designs on Instagram and Etsy where I make shiny things that you can roll to determine the fate of your life it's a lot of fun it's definitely something i never thought i would ever do but it's been two years now going on three and i like it it's a lot of fun yeah i would agree um they are shiny they're very shiny yes, yes. Uh, alex makes some super awesome dice i have quite a few sets of them for D D myself as i when i see them and he does a store drop and he's got a new stock i'm like oh that's the one i'm buying and uh you know i can hardly help it because they're so great but yeah, if you have any need, he's your guy. There's some solid dice, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think the one question that I would have for you that I think will open up for my, for the, for our listeners today, to be able to know who you are. So this is more practical. It's okay. not like you can pick something high end, but say you were taken back to the nineteen. 19- 20s okay what would you bring back that could possibly 
change the course of history. So I'm going to the 1920s and I'm bringing something from today to the 20s to ultimately destroy human history. Yeah, but but the one thing, the caveat of the clarity of, of how it works is like you have to be the one to, to teach people how to use it or do it or whatever okay, it is. Okay, so you can't be okay. like, oh, well, I would bring satellites because I don't know I don't if you know, know how to make do, satellites. I don't, I don't. No, I don't. Um, okay. Yeah. I have to bring something to human history to destroy it or... Now, okay. Well, or make it better. Or it doesn't make it have be- to well, be bad. I mean, that's not as fun. Let's think of it like this. Okay. I am currently 10. Humans live about 80 to 90 years. Am I expected to live another 70 to 80 years or am I going to live until today, 2022? Does my life expectancy hmm. stay the same? Because that changes some things. You go, you do the thing, and you come back to here. Oh, like like no consequence consequences. Okay, so how long am I going to be in the twenties then? A year, two years? Let's say you have five years in the twenties. Five so years, so twenty in the to twenty-five. You have you have an ample amount of time. How old is Steve Jobs? Was he when he died? <laughs> when was he born? When was Steve Jobs born? Um, when was Steve Jobs born? Ask the spawn I just used Steve Jobs. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. You're kidding me. How does she not know it's the father? <laughs> February 24th, 1955. Ooh, okay, that's not going to work. Because I was going to say, if you go back in time and you find some multimillionaire and you decide, hey, let me pitch this idea to you. I want 5%. Then you, you disappear become... off to Africa for 20 years, whatever. Come back into the, the present. Here we are in year 2022. Be like, yeah, remember that clause? That's me. Mm. And now you're rich. But that wouldn't really work because I don't know anyone that's that big. Okay. From the 20s. From the 20s. You'd have to get like some like New York gangsters. <laughs> that, I mean, that could be <laughs> some fun. Some mob go, families. Go meet Al Capone. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. We're going to go back to the destroy humanity theory here. I think what would be fun, just to freak people out, is bring an elementary school history book. Mm. And bring it to the government. Be like, hey, I'm from 2022. Uh, here's my cell phone. Obviously, you don't know what this is, but here's my space technology. Yeah. Here's a history book. Prevent it. And then just leave. <laughs> see what they do. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, it'd be kind of cool to go back in the future to see, did they prevent it? Like, did my time travel mess stuff up? Yeah. Did it make it better? Did they read it and be like, yeah. oh my gosh, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't elect JFK. That'd be weird. Maybe we shouldn't cause two world wars. Yeah, no. Well, you're right. Well, 20s World War One already happened. I guess that's true. Well, World War Two, maybe up. they start investigating Germany a little bit closer than they would have liked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, just based book. on the history book, yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. See what they do with it, hmm. or do they do nothing? They're like, well, let it happen. Yeah, maybe. And then one dude maybe who they read the already book. have it. I saw a thing this Area past 51. week, actually, like a very similar thing, where this guy, um, I'm not gonna try and find it again because i have no clue where it'd be but i think it was like twitter where it was basically like this guy's like yeah i'm from the year like 2761 like something way out in the future and he's he's claiming to be a time traveler and the thing is that he dropped like a few dates of like significant things happening and none of them have happened yet apparently from what i was reading but people are like oh my gosh like what if like what if what if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy even though it's not even a big deal but we like make it a big deal because okay. it said it was something yeah yeah yeah. i want to take you back to a lovely year i believe it was 2011 
mm-hmm. um, the year of the rapture, when the Mayans predicted the end of the world. Coming in 2012. In 2012, you're right. It was 2012. Okay. Whenever that was. Because there was also that movie with uh, John Cusack. I don't know who that is. The t- he's a 2012 movie guy. I'll look it up. Keep going. I'm sure, um, that was the year I was born, so I don't have the best memory <laughs> of that year. But um, so, from what I do remember, the ancient Mayans predicted that the world would be destroyed or just end. Because their calendar just stopped, right? Yeah. Something like that. And people thought, we're all going to die. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty alive. And it's 2022. John Cusack. I do not recognize that man. Really? Do you know no. who Joan Cusack is? Nope. From School of Rock? Nope. Dang. I don't think I've ever seen Super School of Rock. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV. You know that, but the internet yeah. doesn't. To the internet, I don't watch a lot of TV. I do not own a television. So... I guess that checks out. The people you can reference are from very, very famous things, which I guess School of Rock is very famous. I've never seen it. Yeah, that's okay. It, it, he's an interesting and she's an interesting actor, okay. actress. But um, yeah, that movie was funny. It was like the end of the world, whole deal. And like, to your point, the calendar just ended. It reminds me of the thing. I think I posted it the other day. I don't know if you saw it, but it was the, uh, if the, uh, the calendar year was actually 364, 364, four, four, four? 364 yeah. days, then it would be it would evenly be split up into seven. Is that true? <laughs> Did we look that up? I don't think that's true. That's insane. Oh, well, I don't know true. if it's, let's see. I mean, that's simple math, right? 364 divided by seven. Is it an even number or a round yeah, number? Yeah, yeah. Let's see what you get. 52 oh my goodness it is okay so if and they said basically by calendar i'm pretty sure the government said that the years are 365 days just so that you have to buy a new calendar each year because if not you could you could line it up where the days of the year were the exact same every single year now okay i'm only 10 so i don't have a great grasp on history but i'm pretty sure we use the the gregorian calendar is that really what it's called? and that was from the roman times when I did think that so. come out so when did they drop getting... the gregorian calendar yeah yeah look at it look it up of course i don't know it are we still getting screwed over by caesar himself we might be i um, thought we killed that guy 1582 is when the gregorian calendar was made when in did europe rome fall? Uh, way earlier than that rome was like BC, yeah yeah, right? yeah. well yeah. this is from i think it was ad that rome fell Look I'm gonna up. say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna see. But Pope Pope Gregory the Thirteenth introduced the Gregorian calendar, um, and Europe adhered to the Julian calendar, first implemented by Julius Caesar in 46 BC. Okay, so the Catholics decided that the Romans weren't they were getting too much money. They need to stop that by selling so, calendars. By selling calendars, so they made a. a <laughs> Since the Roman Emperor Empire or since the Roman Emperor system miscalculated the length of the solar year by eleven minutes, the calendar had since fallen out of sync with the seasons. Okay, so interesting. Rome fell very accurate date according to Google. September fourth, four hundred seventy six AD. How did they know it was September fourth? Did they just like suddenly there's no more Rome? Well wait. Weren't they Well, they were using the Julian calendar so who even knows they were off it could it could be off by 11 minutes i'm just gonna go to the vatican tonight and complain <laughs> like hey you guys did this you realize you just shave off one day <laughs> and we can have friday the 13th on october every yeah. single year till the day that i die yeah unbelievable it's interesting isn't it yeah 
Why did they do that? To sell calendars. To sell calendars, yeah. Capitalism. There it is. people. Started back in 1500s. (laughs) Even before America was made. But anyways, let's get into the sponsors. And I'll mention the song of the day. And we'll jump in to some of the the deeper topics that we're going to talk about tonight. But, or today, or whenever you're listening to this. My first sponsor, Cat Martino. What a legend. What a legendary sponsor. What a friend. Cat, I can't wait to see what you're going to buy me as a sponsor of the uh, the podcast episode here today. But um, I'm super stoked to be doing this partnership with you. Secondly, two, two uh, hopeful sponsors where I haven't confirmed from their people yet in a sense, but Blockbuster and Wheaties. Help a brother out. Hook it up for your boy, because I love that. I believe there is still one blockbuster left in Australia, so that might. You can probably email them. Yeah, you should probably email them. I should. I wonder how long an email takes to get to Australia. Uh, inverse, because they're the southern hemisphere. So, like, the future shows up. It's actually true. Yeah, technically it show you're right up because they are twelve hours ahead of us. That's such a weird thing. Like, if I was emailing them on like. Monday morning business time. I do it like Sunday afternoon. What time is it in Melbourne, Australia? It is one twenty-five p.m., which puts them six hours behind us, but the day in front of us. So not six hours behind us. No, nope, one would call wrong. it eighteen hours. One would say eighteen hours ahead. <laughs> They're six one hours behind, <laughs> but one hour, one day ahead. Six hours plus. They don't teach math in the fourth grade anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that's common core they're yeah, teaching you. I get you. that next year, fifth grade. <laughs> you get to learn yeah, math. Uh, 24 minus 6. <laughs> Perfect. I'm, I'm still counting by my fingers. <laughs> and it's hard when you get to 6. I so have I shoes get that. on, so I can't go that far. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> so, song of the day. Can you guess the song of the day? There's so many to choose from. I feel like you could pick it. I, am, I think I could. Okay. I'm going to say... I'll give you two guesses because I feel like you could actually get this. I'm going to say the He-Man song. Nope. But that's a good one. I don't think that that one's like fully on like Spotify now music. The 10 is that hour. on Spotify? Like oh, the, you're right. Well, not the 10 hour, but yeah, just the version itself. Song, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, that is Four Non Blondes. What's, What's up? What's up? Basketball. What's up? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But there's the He-Man version for those of you Which who don't know. That's hilarious. Yeah. Shout out to Brenda Hawkins. Strictly better. There's a 10 hour version on YouTube. Uh, me and Brenda listened to it for three and a half hours once. Straight. Brenda should crazy. listen to that um, all day. Every yeah. Day. Brenda's a legend. She is. Okay. One more guess. One more guess. Was I close? Yeah. Arrow wise. Yeah, for sure. Arrow wise. Oh, okay. 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 So it's not the He-Man song. I'm going to say, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, because I've never said it to anyone who actually knows how to say it correctly. I'm going to say Dragosta Dente by oh, Ozone. So close. Was it Sandstorm by Darude? No, but you're on. I, okay, you're, it's funny because you're on the right trail oh. of the music that we used it, to just uh, blast. Crab Rave by You'll Nor eventually Storm? get there, but it's Scatman oh, the by Scatman, Scatman by John. Scatman John, <laughs> who has a remix of the, no, no, no. Okay. So I learned Lou Bega, famous guy, Mambo yeah. number five, has a remix of the Scatman called The Hat Man that features <laughs> the Scatman John himself. No way. It is not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is worth two minutes of your life. 
Interesting. Yeah. The Hat Man by Lou Bega. The Hat Man. <laughs> so Bega. I just wish that we would still be able to find the one through four Mambos. True. True. I think the Scat Man or the Hat Man actually came out like a year ago too. It's a fairly new song. Oh, dang. Maybe we can beg Lou Bega for Mambos one through four. See if he'll share them. Because five was great, in my opinion. Mambo number five was good. I'm curious as to why he didn't release one through four, though. I guess that's that's we're still talking about it. Maybe that's why. That's true. We don't need to. We don't. We don't. We don't know what it is, so we're left wondering, and that's what he wanted for all of history. But hey, I respect that. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe next season for my podcast, I'll just put out like episode twenty. 2019, Lou Bega, Scatman Scat and, and Hatman. Hat <laughs> He's still going strong, guys. He never Give us stopped. the first like five seconds of that. Let's see. I don't know if I have music on my phone right now. Let's see. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I got to listen to that later because that's... That sounded pretty crazy. It, it was. I'm going to spread it's, that. It's Lou Bega and the Scatman himself. Dang. <laughs> Lou Bega. <laughs> yep. What a guy. All right. Folks, the first topic that we wanted to... I mean, we've already been talking, but as far as like the first topic that was slated, we're going to read some stories. I don't know if you guys have ever seen these stories yourself, but um, there are robots in the world <gasps> that can learn. On my watch. And they they basically have these bots on the internet, if you're not familiar, that can learn things and watch movies. And then people can create these bots and tell them, now write a story from what you know, basically from your experiences, which if we were to point out, that's exactly what we do. Like we, we take, we get filled with all the experiences of our life, or at least writers, you know, they get filled with all the experiences that make up them and their life. And then they write stories, but there's bots that can do that now too. And so we're going to read some, I'm going to read one here. And then we're maybe just going to go through a few more because they're really interesting. Um, this one is called, by robot, um, called The Christmas on Christmas. The Christmas on Christmas. Yes. Catholics <clears throat> write it again. <laughs> yeah. Who knows if this was, you know, actually December 25th or <gasps> or what it would have been as far as the calendar goes. But <laughs> All right. So the script goes, intro, small town, snow globe refillery just gonna stop there is refillery a word that sounds wrong i do not think it is a word okay so first thing to note robot doesn't know what's up so let's see i hope that i hope not i'm really curious to know if refillery is actually like a word that I'm people can it. use refillery you know what it is okay oh small town snow globe refillery it is a word act yeah okay. it is okay and it's, I guess it's just where they make snow globes. <coughs> Bless you. Um, You've been holding those in. I have been holding those in. You got to yes. sneeze. You got to sneeze. Gotta you got to sneeze. sneeze. I've been seeing it. So it, hold on. Let me actually define this definition. A refillery, according to Google, is a retail store designed to help you reduce your single use plastic consumption by offering the option to reuse and refill your own containers again and again with household and personal care products. So I'm assuming hmm. the snow globes are running out. I've and never to had put, to 
refill a snow globe. Me neither. But I mean, it's just liquid and they're not airtight, so it has to get out. Yeah, I guess that after some time it will evaporate. Yeah. These must be some ancient, ancient Roman snow globes they're refilling. You're right. It doesn't say exactly when this is. They did not know. Maybe this is in like at least the 1500s. At least the 500s, or, yeah. Yeah, or we're in BC 45 or whenever it said it was. Uh, yes. <laughs> Anyways, continue with Anyways, my so Christmas adventure in October. In here we see a single mother <laughs> refilling <laughs> snow globes with Christmas juice. <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> also... <laughs> I have to point out that her name is single mother it's all caps like in a script her actual pronoun her name wait, her wait, proper wait. noun this is I, I don't know if i sent you that one but her name is pro or single mother oh yes so this is being okay so what he is reading to describe this for this purely audio medium uh he's basically reading a screenplay mm-hmm. where the characters have lines and stuff and he is correct. Uh, instead of saying Harry Potter as the character, it says single mother. <laughs> Identifying her I- entire identity is the as fact that she mother. is a mother with no husband in the picture. <laughs> this is going to take us so long to get through because there's so many things to break apart now, here. Okay, let's just stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm... <laughs> Christmas juice. <laughs> what in God's name is Christmas juice? <laughs> is this... <laughs> is this eggnog? <laughs> is this... This reminds me, there's a I love the kombucha at like Target. It's a it's a really good one. They have like the pink lady apple and stuff. Okay. You see me drinking it? Okay. They just came out with one that's called like Christmas flavor or like holiday juice or something. Okay, yeah, Christmas flavor and you I know. But I don't know what that means. And even if you read the back, it's like not really clear, like with ingredients. Christmas flavor, you know, you get some some peppermint, some gingerbread, something like that. But this isn't Christmas this is flavor. Christmas juice. This is Christmas juice. Are they milking elves? <laughs> like what is Christmas juice? It reminds me of Monsters, Inc. when they like get the children to laugh or yeah, cry like and like juice. suck it out of them. Is this like people who have Christmas cheer? They're like sucking it out of them and filling it with snow And then they send them to the gulag or something? I mean... <laughs> so, okay, anyway. And hey, keep on going. Yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah snow globes with Christmas juice. She is a widow. Her husband... <laughs> what did her husband do? <laughs> I've read this before and it makes me laugh so much. Her husband died in every war. Every war. Okay. So. So if the stage isn't set yet, guys. We obviously are dealing with a powerful necromancer. <laughs> to have a man die in every in war. Every war. Even if this takes place in the ancient Roman times, there were wars before that. But if this is a Christmas yeah. snow globe factory, I'm assuming the 20s. Yeah. So, single mother says. I refill snow globes better than Jesus Claus. <laughs> what? Did that? Did she actually? Can say you that? can you do lines for single mother? All right, so I'll be single yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> I refill globes better than Jesus Claus, yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. <laughs> so this woman, okay. So double dad is an interesting concept. That means two fathers, yeah, yeah. two potential husbands. At the same time? <laughs> they need double dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it says, so the, going down the screenplay, <clears throat> businessman, which is his name, businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. <laughs> As all do. <laughs> his hands are briefcases, and he's... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> 
read that? This man, for those of you on the internet, uh, is described as Hallmark hot. <laughs> what that means, I, I do not know. To me, Hallmark is puppies and Christmas cards. I see him wearing a sweater and a scarf. Okay. Clean okay. cut. I'm clean thinking, cut, freshly shaven. I'm feeling Will Ferrell and Elf when they're skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skating at, what is that, Central Park in New York City? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I have okay. no clue where that is because I don't know geography, but... It's in New York. Well, no, no, I don't know where they're skating. No, you know what? Isn't it at the Rockefeller Center? It is. Because it's the with the big tree. Right. I big do tree. know the big yep, tree. Yep, yep, that is true. Christmas Claus. Yes. Jesus Claus. <laughs> yeah, he's better. So, she's better than Jesus Claus. All right. Uh, single mother, your line. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Hi. Do you know snow globes lack wet? <laughs> Hurry. Christmas. That is not Christmas. That is Christ mess. Christ mess. Attacks soon. It doesn't. I think her husband, so... her soon to be next husband, is going to die in another war. Yeah, yeah. So this oh. guy walks in. I don't know how you guys ever feel about this, but if you walked in a place and someone says, Do your snow globes lack wet? I'm hurry. Leaving. I leave. And she says, Hurry. Christ mess attacks soon. I will leave faster. So if a woman looks me dead in the eyes, I walk into a place of business and says, do your snow globes lack wet? First up, I'm wondering, where am I? Yeah. This is a target. What's going on? Secondly, she says Christmas attack soon. It's October, so I'm frightened. If it was Christmas time, I'm more frightened because it's closer. Yeah, I feel because she means it's soon. Yes. Like, I think even, I don't know if it's your voice, but I'm seeing like Baba Yaga look up and like her eyes glow green as she says this as it makes eye contact okay, with his let's, soul let's redo that then okay so <clears throat> single or businessman enters the shop single mother is crouched in a corner like a <laughs> goblin while she hurriedly refills her snow globes with her bare hands she looks up at him this guy walks in whose whose hands are briefcases his by hands the way. are briefcases again hallmark hot. reinforcing the necromancy theory that this man has died in another war mm -hmm. and his hands are fused okay so single mother looks up goblin-like greasy hair over her shawl she pulls it aside from her face hi do your snow globes lack wet hurry christmas attacks soon this man shits himself and leaves <laughs> this man okay so what it says is <laughs> businessman has flashback to when he was business boy oh no <laughs> So her description of war sends him on a Vietnam flashback. He's, he's to getting a PTSD real quick. He he remembers when he was business boy. A Christmas tree explodes. <gasps> <laughs> oh wait, a Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. <clears throat> Evil trees. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. As most people do. He exits the flashback. This guy just went straight up to like PTSD. Yeah, these guys get non flashback. Had this here. vibe and. This is why when he was business boy, he developed his fear <laughs> of Christmas trees that exploded his family deliberately. <laughs> On purpose, yeah. On purpose. That tree was like, uh, I hate these people. So businessman says, <laughs> sorry if my laugh doesn't sound great in this mic right now. This is too funny. If you guys read these things, I don't know how many we're going to be able to get through, but this is hilarious. But businessman says, shut your sound. I'm from huge city with a capital H. So that is the name of the city. I bought your land and am turning it into an oil resort. <laughs> oil resort. So I'm thinking immediately like water park. 
<laughs> but with oil. With oil, yeah, yeah. Shut your sound. Shut your sound. Much like these microphones you're talking into. Yeah, yeah. Shut your sound. This goblin woman is part robot. Oh. So he's requesting she shut off her vocal units. Yes. Okay, this story is making a lot more sense mm-hmm. if you look at it like a robot. Mm-hmm. Okay, <gasps> next Maybe page. this is post-apocalyptic. You're right. He walks into like old beat up saloon type. Yeah, and like by then the snow globes are starting to dry up because of radiation is like getting rid of all the stuff. Lady scooping water out of the gutter. His hands are briefcases. It's mutations. Oh my gosh. I never thought that. And he wears clothes that cost money. They point that out. Which means money is a rare commodity. Because not everything okay. costs money. Many, not everything Many does. things like Bentley is saying right now is they're traded. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. bartered. Most things are he actually with bought caps. this with money. Money. Real yeah, money. exactly. The bottle caps. All right, next page. Single mother. Oh, sorry. Are we doing the goblin single mother or the <laughs> Southern Bell one? <laughs> Southern Bell goblin. Rude behavior. No, I can't do that. That's <laughs> no, no, no. uncomfortably. Um, rude behavior. This is a family business. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought we abolished this back in the 20s. That's why I went back with a history book. Oh, no. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now bones. In the apocalypse, slavery's coming back. I'm calling it now. She sells uh, people. Yeah, she. I sell families. My husband is now bones. So now, if we're looking at, like, necromancy, mm-hmm. radiation mm-hmm. mutations... Mm-hmm. Is he living? No, because her husbands have died in all the wars. Maybe at one point he was, but her husband... Well, she's not referring to which husband. Maybe we'll see how this ends. If she ends up with this guy, maybe her husband is dead. Wait, what if this is a threat? Is this her husband? She's so... No, no, no. Rude behavior. This is a family business. I sell families. I'm a widow. Because of your transgressions... My husband is now bones. Because of what he said. Because of it, yeah, her she's husband so just offended. died. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to kill my husband because of this. <laughs> it's a threat. Like sacrificially. Yeah. Not like, oh my gosh, what you've done has killed him. No. He keeled over in his chair because no. he had a heart attack yeah. for what you said. She's like, I'm so she's mad. Like, I'm gonna kill him now. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <clears throat> oh wait, no, never mind. So it says single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of so the it was room. not a threat. They are all gift wrapped in eggnog. <laughs> Eggnog contains eggs, right? Like, it, it has eggs in it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eggs can be cooked into a solid substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. You could wrap bones in eggnog. Yes. Wait, but that would, again, point out that it was uh, predetermined. Correct. This is not, this was not. This couldn't have happened in an instant as he, he walked in and yes. was insulting. He was already gift wrapped in eggnog. <laughs> Businessman <laughs> says, all of my wives are bones. That is America. But. <laughs> I must make money for my twins to live. They are a prince. Conjoined twins. Mutations. (laughs) They. Both of them are a single prince. It's a mutation. It's a conjoined twin. They run. Yeah. uh, Uganda. uh, A post-apocalyptic Uganda. Yeah. Absolutely. As all princes do. (laughs) And then we get back to the slavery line. I too own twins. Please don't have don't have robots yeah, learn yeah. english and learn how to use it better please don't have bought my land 
Christmas is today. And reminder, <laughs> Christmas is attacking. Christmas is attacking so, soon. TikTok, you're on the clock. Yeah, yeah. It's actually today. So mm-hmm. she's she's like so now I'm seeing her her post apocalyptic target mm-hmm. is actually like boarded up. Yeah. He got in with his briefcase hands mm-hmm. and she's like, It's Christmas. I'm expecting the Christmas attack today. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is getting intense. So he says <laughs> businessman says, laugh. I bought Christmas and now it is never oh, unless no. we go on dates. <laughs> so this man is holding Christmas ransom to this poor deformed woman <laughs> for lost sexual husband, favors. Who's lost her husband so many times and then he says <laughs> I've bought Christmas and now it is never unless we go on dates. <laughs> and to make it better, the single mother no, not the single mother she is single mother responds yeah. with i cannot date because of a snow curse i pray santa helps me <laughs> the, the ending line here that we're left with well, that's the, the final line. end of the story oh, no. is santa cannot help she did not know but santa was her husband <gasps> santa is bones <gasps> bones help nobody <laughs> It's literally different sentences. It goes, Mm -hmm. she did not know, but Santa was her husband, period. Santa is bones, period. Bones help nobody, period. That is so, so profound. That's deep. I feel like I've learned a lot about the future. What if, okay, I'm going to bring a concept to your head here. Mm -hmm. Kids, children, people of like myself, the urban youth, as we're sometimes referred to, Speak in weird words, mm-hmm. things like sus and turnt and other such phrases, which to you older Americans does not sound like language. This obviously takes place in the future. Obviously. And it has weird words and weird grammar in it. What if it makes sense? And are we not living in the 20s right now? Did someone from the year 3022... Bring Whoa. this back as a history book to attempt to warn us of the impending Christmas invasion and we're not paying attention to it. Do you think... Because we just don't understand. We sound, do you think like that 1920 is just as far away as 3022 is? Yes. <laughs> Remember, I have not taken math school yet. <laughs> now, was it on purpose or was that just naturally it felt like it should have been? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'll let it slide for a, a fifth grader. Yes. Or whatever. Fourth grade. I'm not fifth grade yet. Oh, you're old. Fourth grade is age. 11. Oh, I guess. Wait, yeah, wait. I was 10 in fifth grade. But I was always young for my, my grade. I don't know how old I was in fourth grade. You were fourth grade years old. I was fourth grade years old, yes. Yeah. Probably 10. Let me see. I have the web page up on here. And I have sent it to you. Folks, I think we go through some more. Because I feel like these stories can actually teach us a lot about not only ourselves, but... The future. Time. Let's see when this next one is. Is this the Bob Ross one? Yeah, so number one, Bob Ross. Would you like to be main narrator? Sure, yeah. That means you have to be Bob Ross, though. (laughs) I will try. Int Painting Studio. I'm assuming they're trying to say enter, but it is... I think it's intro. Oh, intro. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Bob Ross... Stands in front of a blank canvas that doesn't know how lucky it is. <laughs> Bob smiles. His teeth are not hiding today. <laughs> I'll put out. I just realized 
we, we are segueing into a different one made by different bots. This isn't necessarily the same Hallmark bot. We don't know that, though. I guess that's true. They There can only be one bot Yeah. in, in yeah. general, and we all think it's different ones because it all is on the internet. But um, we're going to go through a few more as we segue into possibly a different thing, but it could be related. So Bob Ross says, Today we will paint a mountain that owes us nothing. Bob picks up his painting weapons. I will use I will be using three colors baby blue, hot pink. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, you have to say this. You agreed to this. <laughs> and hot baby. Hot baby. Oh, what color? What color is hot baby? <laughs> I'm thinking I think if this is the future, we figured out how to like create a different medium for experiencing things. So like <clears throat> it says painting I know, but but like through color and through paints. Okay. Um, you can like get a feeling when you see it, rather than like defining okay, it as a, okay, as a okay. thing. So, so yeah, so you are feeling what a hot baby feels like, like temperature baby. So when you look at this color, you you feel what a baby hot, feels like when a baby. It's like okay, so when it runs in, a temperature, in the year twenty twenty two. If I look at a a blue and white painting, I feel cold. Mm-hmm. If I look at a red and yellow painting, I feel warm. If I look at a hot baby painting in this, I feel like a hot baby. Yeah. Now, are we talking physically attractive hot or 90 degree day hot? Because it doesn't say. I think temperature. Okay. So, a warm baby. Yeah. I'm going to think warm baby. Do babies feel warmth different than we do? If there's any babies listening, uh, let us know. We'd be intrigued to know. I want to have a shout out to my uh, friend in the kindergarten. Kindergarten was like three years ago, man. It was not that long ago. <laughs> so true. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, go ahead. Um, Bob mixes the colors together. They will never be alone again. It doesn't matter what they want. Wow. Okay. Then Bob says, painting was invented by a tiny bird that wanted to be rich. Okay. Let's meet Mr. Mountain. <laughs> Bob paints a mountain. The one from nature. <laughs> The, in case you were wondering what this mountain looks like, yeah, the one it's from the nature. one from nature. Yeah. We've seen him. I mean, this mountain is famous. I've seen seen him on like You've Planet seen mountain, Earth and right? stuff. Yeah, remember mountain? Like the guy that started in Planet Earth and um, the he, he works at Disneyland, right? The mountain, yeah, Mister Mountain. Which I think we glossed over this, but apparently painting was invented by a tiny bird that wanted to be rich. I mean, we have a tiny mouse in our world that wants to be rich, so not too unbelievable. I guess There's also a true. peanut that wants to be rich. Yeah. Uh, wait, Red Robin is a bird. I wonder if Red Robin Red invented painting. Invented painting. And now they make hamburgers. How the mighty have fallen. Anyway. So uh, upon painting the mountain, the one from nature, Bob says, it's not all about you, mountain. Bob paints a cloud. I went to school with that cloud. Bob paints a forest. These trees are up to something, but I won't tell the police. Now, what more does this painting need? Bob stares in the camera. Paint leaks out of him. That's unhealthy. <laughs> so as someone who paints a lot, if you get paint inside of you, yeah, not good. Most of it dries. Yeah. But if, if there's so much paint that is leaking out of you, you, sir, need to go to the hospital. And let's face it. Frequently. If, if, it, if this camera just panned in on him and it, he stares in the camera, it's probably like... 
a headshot. Yeah, and then the only place yeah. they could leak out of his nose, mouth, eyes, and ears, which are probably the which worst are places. The worst places for paint to second leak out. Worst of. places. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yes, <laughs> the first worst that. places that could be seen on a camera. That that is well appropriately. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but so paint leaks out, and as it's happening, he says, "That's right. It needs you." Oof. <laughs> this. I'm going to once again say that this is probably not coming out of his eyes, nose, ears, and mouth, but instead the worst place that paint could come from, and I'll leave it at that. Bob paints you on top of the mountain. You are at peace. If you need help, ask the cloud. And listeners, this is the most important part. The cloud won't help you. That is what it says. It says literally this, right here, the cloud so won't help you. Because Okay, let's face it. This story was feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty normal except for some weird hot language. Baby. Yeah. Right? Hot like baby. the color was hot uh, baby. Painting weapons. Strange. A lot of it kind of seems like what um like Bob Ross would do on a show. I don't know if you've really watched Bob Ross. I have much. seen every episode of the, okay. the Joy of That's painting. what I kind of uh, figured. Yeah. I haven't seen like every episode, but I've seen quite a few <clears throat> just kind of watching them. But like this kind of sounds like it would happen in things that he would say, like, it's not all about you, Mountain. I went to school with that cloud. Like a little bit far fetched, but like you could kind of see Bob Ross saying mm-hmm. some of these things. Mm-hmm. Even the thing about, like, I won't tell the police. Now, what more does this painting need? And that's right. Yeah. It needs you. That's like that heartwarming part. Yeah. <clears throat> he used to, like, he, he talked about beating the devil out of the paintbrush and stuff like that. So he, he said some interesting things. Right. So, it, what, it, Bob is from the 70s? Uh, I think so, yeah. He seems like a guy that's from yeah, the 70s. So was, like His stuff's all in color, so it's like 70s or 80s, something like that. Well, I guess not when he did it, but I guess when, when his was life born. experiences are from, in a sense. You know who knows? The child yeah. of Steve Jobs. <laughs> when was Bob Ross born? Bob Ross was born 1942. Oh, oh my. Wow. Okay. Okay. So yeah, then he was, I mean, he was like 30 in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. And what that show was from the eighties. I think it was. What's the show uh, called? The, the The Joy of Painting. I want to say it was like eighties and early nineties. So it is quite grainy. Oh, so. it was, um, airtime was October 18th at 11.30 p.m. Why would I want that? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I could go watch it. What time did The Joy of Painting air? What TV channel? What year did it air, maybe? Yeah. I want to say 80s, man. <clears throat> what year did it come out? Okay, this... 83. 83, And yeah. it ran for 11 years. Yep, so, so, yeah, right. you were right. 80s and early 90s. Yep, so, yep, yep. <clears throat> I feel like, again, he would say these type of things from his life mm-hmm. experience. He would mm-hmm. say these things. And then I can almost see him very clearly. This this last part that's really nice. He's like, that's right. It needs you. It needs you. Bob paints you on mm-hmm. top of the mountain. I kind of like how it's like actually really nondescript. Because mm-hmm. if this is a mountain scenery, I could see him just putting like a little dot. I see in nature. Like, yeah. a, like a, little, a little dash that yeah. makes it look like the shape of a oh, silhouette yeah. of a human. And that could represent you. I think that's yeah. special because it, it wouldn't have to be like detailed. It never is. Bob doesn't need to make a detail. Just two dashes and you get a bird. And he just says, you're at peace. And as we read this, I felt a little yeah. bit at peace. Yeah. And it says, if you need help, ask the cloud. And this is when the, the robot gets dark narrating and it says, the cloud, the cloud won't, won't help, help, you. help you. As you know, most <laughs> clouds don't. Yeah. That's just where it ends though. Yeah. I just think it's interesting how Bob would say, ask the cloud. And you're, that is interesting actually that you brought up that it ends with the cloud won't help you as if they want you to remember as you leave, the clouds are not your friends. Yeah, the final passing the the final notes of this story is, clouds are not here to help you. Yeah, you're on your own. Those clouds. That's what you're left to think about. Yeah, Bob is your friend. I think Bob, Bob is, is definitely your friend. Your friend. Yeah. He wants you yeah. to feel safe with his painting weapons and his hot baby color. Mm-hmm. But 
he'll he'll put all this stuff. Ooh, oh, this is interesting. Okay, ready to circle back on this story as we yes. look at it. Bob paints a cloud. Yes. He says, "I went to school with that cloud." So he knows that that he cloud won't help. He knows this cloud won't help you. Oh, interesting. Was his cloud the school bully? It's possible. Well, so when he paints the trees, he says these trees are up to something, but I won't tell the police. I wonder if Bob grew up in a bad neighborhood. He probably did. <laughs> because these I these think trees, in real life he actually did. These trees are up to something, but he's not going to tell the police. He ain't no snitch. Now, what does a painting need? I think it's funny that I'm I'm still glossing over the part that he looks at the camera and pe- paint leaks out of him, and then he says that this painting needs you. That's so weird. Okay, <laughs> I'd actually love to see this. Bob animated. Ross was born in the in the the hoodiest of hood towns of them all, uh, Orlando, Florida, <laughs> famous for its um, alligators, crocodiles, and capitalist rats. <laughs> capitalist rats. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This story actually makes sense. I feel like the bot actually kind of got this right for Bob. They're learning. But the yeah. bot has that dark side that says the cloud won't help you. But I'm also left thinking, like, is it actually that dark or is it just realistic? Now, okay. The last story, the Christmas story. I would not say that was a happy, uplifting story. No. This story is more uplifting, mm-hmm. but still has relatively negative overturns and i'm like i don't know if it's just my perspective on life i don't even really see it as negative i just think it's realistic like that cloud won't help yeah, you the cloud won't help you you're right bob, you're right bob isn't gonna lie to you and say like hey you know what that cloud will save you bob didn't say that the cloud i guess it's true bob says if you need help ask the cloud okay bob ross 70s 80s was in the 30s now i was not born in the 70s or the 80s wasn't that the time when everyone was tripping out of their minds? That's what I was What thinking. if Bob Ross legitimately thinks that the cloud's going to help you? But the narrator knows that cloud not going to help you out. That's true. That that makes a lot of sense. Bob Ross is high as a kite thinking that this cloud's going to help you out. <laughs> Little does he know. You just look something up and you're scrolling through your phone, looking yeah, intensely. I'm, at I'm, it. <laughs> I would really love to see if we could find something for the next one, depending on who the character is, to find Uh-oh. a text-to-speech thing. Oh, you can just have Siri do it. Will you just highlight it all and hit speak? Well, I want Bob Ross to do it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Like a voice modulator? Like a Bob Ross. I mean, those exist, thing. but they're really hard to do. I've seen them. I know there's a Kanye one out there. There's a Martin Luther it's King hilarious. one. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah. I've, I found a few that are like fairly accurate. I don't know if there's a Bob Ross one. But anyways. Okay. We have enough samples of his voice. To get. Elon exactly. Musk. When, Elon, when you start watching this podcast, I know it's it's late in Washington. When you listen to this podcast, um, make a Bob Ross voice modulator, please. Just do it. Who? Elon Musk. Have him he's do got it? the money. <laughs> I know he's a fan of the show. Let him put it on. Make it happen. This one has a ton. Oh, they're all like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I think that should be done. But also, like, the criminal implications that you could, like, fake be someone on the phone pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But anyways, sample two. Did you send me the sample two? I, it's on the website. Yeah, I just I sent you oh, the webpage. Okay. You can scroll down. So number two, Olive Garden commercial. Ooh. Intro Olive Garden restaurant. A group of friends laughs at a dinner table. A waitress comes to deliver what could be considered food. 
<laughs> what could be considered food? You want to be waitress? Sure. Um, this does sound actually pretty good. Pasta nachos for you. Oh, that's what she <laughs> Sorry, says. Sorry, you're right. That's what she says. And then we see the pasta nachos. They're warm and defeated. <laughs> Friend one says, the menu is here. Lasagna wings with extra Italy. <clears throat> we see the lasagna wings. There's more Italy than necessary. What is Italy? <laughs> In this context, obviously it is a country, but is, is this... We what see, is Italy? <clears throat> so lasagna wings with extra Italy is what is offered. And we, there's more Italy than necessary. Are they talking oh, lasagna wings? So lasagna is pasta, sauce, cheese. That's about it. Wings are meat on a stick. Yeah, just keep it simple. Yeah, it's literally just chicken wings, or it could be buffalo wings too. You never know. Um, but meat on a stick. Could you do lasagna wings with chicken on a stick? I'm thinking it's a ooh okay lasagna okay. flavored wings. Think a corn dog. Corn dog is yeah. a hot dog wrapped in in bread. Lasagna wings. Oh, this sounds kind of good. Wing is a wing in wrapped in lasagna. That actually Whoa. sounds great. It's like a Luther burger. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to pasta nachos myself. No, pasta nachos actually sound pretty good. Cause that's just. Do nachos have to be tortilla chips? I've always had them tortilla chips. No, but then if we do, well, if chips aren't in it, which nachos require chips? Because nachos are chips. So what type would be? What type of chips would be good with? Pasta? I'm thinking this sounds like. I mean, tortilla chips would sound good. You just get like some basically, yeah, I essentially mac and cheese that you scoop up with a tortilla chip and eat it. Yeah, I could oh, do that. I haven't had dinner yet tonight. <laughs> feeling it? I'm feeling nachos. I mean, nacho maybe we chips. try some pasta nachos. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds good. That would be wild. So, friend two. <laughs> oh, boy. Friend two's feeling crazy. She maybe had, you know, a little bit too much white wine at, at uh, uh, Olive, at Garden, Olive here, Garden here. But she says. I shall eat Italian citizens. Unlimited stick. <laughs> what? Okay. That's what? all the waitress says back. Unlimited <laughs> stick. As in S-T-I-C-K. Yeah. We see... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I need water. Okay, he, he's going to refill his oh water and his God. lungs. Um, we see the unlimited stick. It is infinite. <laughs> it is... <laughs> Okay, so welcome to Alex Knows Nothing. Michael has spit out all of his water after reading about uh, the infinite stick. I'll take it away from here. We see the unlimited stick. It is infinite. It is all. So whatever this stick is, it is condensed infinity. It is everything that is anything in the world. Michael is crying. He has left the room. He is on the couch. He is groaning in frustration as he has seen the infinite stick. This is what happens to people who witness the infinite stick. Oh my gosh. Friend number three goes on to say, oh my gosh. leave without me. I'm home. Wait, wait, wait. It is infinite. It is all. It is all. Leave without me. I'm home. Oh my gosh. Oh, that hurts so bad. Oh, folks, for those of you who don't know, and who couldn't really tell, I just spat up so much water, just straight up, <laughs> somehow my nose, that hurts so bad. Oh, I love this stuff. Oh, so, friend three, leave without me, I'm home. Waitress says, gluten classico, from the kitchen. <laughs> All of a sudden, the waitress changed accents. No, she's always kind of so. Okay. Um, 
We, the Gluten Classico, we believe the waitress that is that is it. Or sorry. Oh, you're right. That it is from the kitchen. Oh, we believe the waitress that it is from the kitchen. Oh. We have no reason not to believe. <laughs> that is true. I think it's funny. That is true. I think it's funny that that's pointed out, though. Because it makes you think that there was there should be a reason. We have no reason not to believe. You're right. As if there was... If there should have Where been. else could the gluten classico come from, if not the kitchen or Italy itself? But now it makes you think, You're right. should I not believe? So, okay. Friend four says nothing. <gasps> Why? Friend one oh, says, no. what is wrong, friend four? Friend four says nothing. Oh, it gets worse. Friend two. Oh, I'm it? friend two now? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why uh, Friend four. What is wrong? Friend four. Friend four. Smiles fades. Nope. Smiles. Friend four smiles fade. Smi- no, that's <laughs> it's wide. It's not that fade. says wide. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is sinister. Friend four smiles wide. Her mouth is full of secret soup. <laughs> secret soup. They do have okay. Chef specials are. <laughs> you okay over there? You're not even drinking. Oh man. Got anything? Yeah. Okay. Chef specials are are like a thing, you know. The secret menus, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's got a secret menu, so secret soup, not entirely unbelievable. I'm seeing the similar image of Bob Ross though leaking paint. Yeah, because if you smile with soup in your mouth, that soup's coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She smiles, and oh, then man. you see her mouth is full of secret soup. So she's like taking a, a gulp, <laughs> and then the soup just dribbles down her. And I'm not imagining like clear chicken noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> this is like split pea. I don't know something look, look, like green. Look two lines down. <laughs> under scared. under announcer. Announcer. <laughs> There's a specific way. I think I'm gonna challenge myself to do this. Don't spit on the mic. No, I'm not gonna spit on the mic. Okay. okay. So I'm gonna say it, and then we'll we'll, yeah, to, yeah. we'll give the brief pause so the listeners can take a think of what. What it says underneath the announcer. Because it's telling me to say this in a specific way. Yeah, you guys have to guess. Okay, here we go. Olive Garden. When you're here, you're here. Brief moment. Listeners, what do you think it says underneath the announcer? Yeah, if you figure out what it is right now, hit me up. You know how. Instagram. What type of intonation slash voice? What is the direction there? That you think that it was supposed to be for this commercial. It says wet voice. <laughs> Why did it? No, I understand wet is like a type of sound. It's you know, there's like funnier. wet and dry sound. Because like, like you would expect the wet voice from friend four whose mouth is full soup? of secret yeah. soup. This is the announcer. So, so <laughs> you get someone who's filming this commercial. All the people are in character. And then it zooms out. And the person in the studio has to come in. As a voice actor, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do a wet voice for Olive Garden. When you're here, you're here. So I just imagine that like Olive Garden, they film this and they're like, "Oh shoot, we got to put something on top of it." And so they're like, hey, "Jimmy, you gotta record something quick." And they walk up with a microphone at Jimmy's desk, who's in the middle of eating the secret soup, and they're just like, "Jimmy, say this line." And he's like, mm, "Okay, Olive Garden, when you're here, you're here." And they're like, "Gun, ship it, put it on CBS." Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what they use. Mm-hmm. Also, look down a little bit. What is the first comment to this? Unlimited stick is all. With a period in between every single word. <laughs> Honestly, this makes me want to go to Olive Garden. I like Olive Garden. Actually. It's weird. This, I, I grew up actually going um, just because years, it was like... like probably, t- probably four years, ten years? There was a Olive Garden behind the Catholic Church that like my grand 
grandpa's like whole family went to for a lot of the stuff and like we went to olive garden all the time okay okay and like i actually love olive garden i don't know if it's like amazing food because it's been forever it's not but it is i don't know it's like they got a lot you're right like i don't think of olive garden i'm like oh that's some good food but i'm also sitting here right now on a couch thinking i would not say no to olive garden yeah they have unlimited salad and breadsticks though yeah yeah and secret soup okay wait they also do okay let's just point out the things on the the menu that are being conveyed in this commercial are mm-hmm. pasta nachos, pasta nachos, which are warm and defeated, lasagna wings with extra Italy, Italian citizens. That's true because they said I shall eat it. <laughs> I as shall if eat it is Italian citizens. The menu were delivered to them. Oh boy, we see the unlimited stick, which is infinite. Is that food though? I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I think they just have it there. What they if it's just, like a thing they put out to hypnotize people? <laughs> Like in the middle of your food, they just whip out the unlimited stick. stick. The table goes and slack they say, jawed. They say, look at the end of the stick, but you can't because it's unlimited. Wait. Okay. Both of you and I are sitting here thinking, Olive Garden is not good food, but we want it. Did we witness the infinite stick? Have we seen the unlimited stick? You're right. The unlimited stick. And now we just, our lives, it's imprinted on our brain that we want Olive Garden. Dang. You know what I could go for? Some gluten classico. That from is all, the yeah, kitchen. From the kitchen. From, from the, the kitchen. kitchen. I... I do like that the waitress does say it's from the kitchen, but I don't mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. the announcer or the the narrator says we have we the gluten classico we believe the waitress that it is from the kitchen we have no reason not to believe. Now that's interesting here. <clears throat> that's not the narrator saying that. That's just like the camera being. Oh, panned. what is it's it, conveying? Yeah, You're right. That's yeah, not yeah, an yeah. announcer. That's not a voice. So that's just because it says like we see the unlimited stick, we see the lasagna wings, we see the pasta machine. A group of friends laughs at a dinner table. It's setting the stage. It's like the yeah, narrator. you're right. Not the narrator. It's like the the cameraman. So the cameraman makes you believe that the waitress has this gluten classico from the kitchen. How does... Wait, wait. And, and it conveys does, that there's no reason not to believe that. How does a cameraman do that? <laughs> I give you your, your camera on your phone and I tell you, with no audio at all, strictly with the visual medium, make me believe okay, this waitress. Okay, wait. You know, you know what? I think I'm like seeing like a Popeye's commercial or like a uh, uh, Long John Silver. Okay. You know the fast camera angles? They go from waitress oh. to fast camera angle into the kitchen. And you see them where making the gluten, the gluten classico. classico is there. Okay. Okay. I think they could do that. It would. I don't I know was, if it I would like it. land 100%, right? Like some people may I not get it. get it, but it does show gluten classicos in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. So it did come from the it kitchen. It confirms it. Or at it least says it's from the kitchen. It is present in the kitchen. That's true. Okay. We don't know where it's from, but I'm it's down for in that. the kitchen. And then that bleeds right into uh, immediately into Friend 4 says nothing. So that's weird. Friend 4 isn't introduced until Friend 4 is pointed out for saying nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I'm friend 1, friend who 2, gets friend the, 3. That's about the menu. Friend 2 asks for Italian citizens. Friend 3 says leave without me. I'm home after witnessing the unlimited stick. <laughs> It's unlimited stick. This is insane. <laughs> I think this would change lives. Um, but yeah, then friend four, it pans to them saying nothing. And friend one's like, what is wrong, friend four? Friend four says nothing. Friend just, two jumps in. It's like, friend four, what is wrong, friend four? And I think the double name, because again, these are their names, friend four, yeah, friend two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is like, if I came to you, was like, Alex, what's wrong? Alex. Yeah, it's like, like, I'm not responding. I don't think it's friend four. What is wrong, friend four? 
I think it's like a semi frantic. Yeah, because they're it's like friend four, what's wrong? And then it's almost like they're shaking him like hey, friend four, friend By four. Friend four, she is hypnotized via the limited stick. And her mouth is full of secret soup. Is she drowning? Well, you can breathe out of your nose. You can uh, friend four smiles wide. Oh, she smiles. Okay, so she's famous villain the joker i was thinking the joker too when i read the smile yeah he, he f- is a uh, famous for making people laugh themselves to death and laughter usually starts with smile what did the waitress do to that poor woman i know this paints a scene the joker also dresses up like a woman in the dark night the dark night yes the dark night <laughs> yes yeah, i was like the hospital. What's the, what's that? yes maybe he is the waitress <gasps> oh no oh if only we can get some mark hamill v- voice acting joker get him on the show oh, yeah yeah let me just hit up mark hamill uh yeah he's got a twitter i think <laughs> like, hey can you do some voiceover stuff with uh with bots as the joker for I think me it's only like two lo- uh okay he's got to say a total of <clears throat> 11 words how much could that cost to get that mark would cost hamill to too much still words? okay well i think one of your sponsors is quite wealthy Cat uh, Martino, I'm pretty sure, owes you something. Cat uh, Martino, get Mark Hamill on the show. That would change my life. Get that would be couch. insane. I'm down to do another. Do it. White House. These are, these, for- there's, okay, wait. Uh-oh. Uh, there's a ton of these. We're just going to go through this- them until we're done going through them. Or until we don't, I guess. Let me get some water before we start reading because I actually need to drink some. <clears throat> I'm going to wait for you to finish because I want to describe the title of uh, number five. No water in your mouth, right? This number yeah. five, which is oh, not the five. No, no, no. We're okay, on three. Okay. This one is called. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. Sawita Baba Da Bang Da Bang Diddy Diggy Diggy Diggy. Sawit Daba Da Bang Da Bang Diggy Diggy Diggy. And there is a character in it who is called Bex- Becky Sex Woman. That's we'll get to that one in a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for we'll, now, we'll, uh, viewer or listener discretion advised for your kids. But this one looks like it's all right. <clears throat> so this one, as we read it, White House press briefing. Do you want to be Sarah or do you want to be the um, the scene or journalist number one or journalist number two or journalist number I'll read and I'll be Sarah and you want to be journalists? I'll be journalists. Okay. Okay. So intro, the whitest house. Okay. Sarah Huckabee Sanders angers her way up to the podium. Is that a real person? I was on my head. Mm, I, I don't know. Let's find out. Because that would help with a visual. Sarah Huckabee I will say, Sanders. folks, just so you guys know, we have not like read these at all. So we don't know what they're really coming okay. into. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> it is a person, <laughs> yes, isn't it? That she sounds is. so familiar. Um, she oh, is the candidate for governor of Arkansas. Let me see her. Uh, I don't have pictures. Hold on. Oh. She looks uh, congressional. Oh, wasn't she? Oh, there's probably reason the bot knows this. Wasn't she actually the speaker at one speaker? point? Speaker of the House or president? At the moment, uh, she worked for the election campaigns of her father, Arkansas Governor, President Candidate Mike Huckabee, served as a senior advisor on Trump's 2016 campaign, a Republican nominee in the 2022 Arkansas gubernatural election. Gubernational. Anyways, we're going to stay away from actually getting political. Yes. But allegedly this is her. She was in politics. 
and she angers her way up to the podium. Um, we're just going to pretend it's a different Sarah so we don't be real with anyone and uh, don't upset Sarah. <laughs> just kidding. So Sarah says, good afternoon, couple of announcements. I don't actually wish you a good afternoon. Oh. <laughs> Keep going. It's not over yet. <laughs> and the president hates you all. Questions? <laughs> it then I... says, journalists raise their hands. <laughs> there will be no answers she says journalists still raise their hands it's all they know as someone who was in the elementary school raising your hand is the only way to speak with adults 100 percent. so they raise their hands after she says no answers and she responds again fine but make the questions good or i'll explode into spiders i want to see that like dracula can do with bats okay journalist number one is the president downloading Russian spies into his, into his son? Sarah says two things. One, if if Russia is real, show me it on this map, news pig. Sarah holds up a map. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> this is some infallible stuff here where... <clears throat> She says, what? If Russia is real, show me it on this map, news pig. Sarah holds up a map of Hogwarts, the wizard day camp. And then she says, you can't because it's not real. And two, the president does not exist. Next question. Are we still building the wall? Sarah says, I will have a wall built with your questions. And Whoa. <laughs> And your bones. Whoa. Every day you try to slay me, I get death threats. They feed me. <laughs> they feed me. Yeah. A threat is a meal. I eat meals for meals. Me too. Three meals a day. Me too. Ten times a day. That's excessive. Next. Why do you hold that glowing skull? <clears throat> Holy crap. Where did that come from? Sarah does not answer. The skull glows brighter. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm kind of getting into the the necromancy thing here. Um, threats <clears throat> feed her, so negative energy feeds this this woman, oh, this man. undying force. Sorry, I gotta I gotta reread that without laughing. Please, please, because this was insane. So she angers her way up to the podium. She says, "Good afternoon. Couple of announcements. I don't actually wish you a good afternoon, and the president hates you all. Questions. Everyone, raise their hands. Raise my hand." She says, there will be no answers. My hand's still up. Still up. That's all they know. She says, fine, but make the questions good or I'll explode into spiders. Is the president downloading Russian spies into his son? Two things. One, if Russia is real, show me it on the map, news pig. I hold up a map of Hogwarts, the wizard day camp. You can't because it's not real. And two, the president does not exist. Next question. Are we still building the wall? I will have a wall built with your questions and your bones. Every day you try to slay me, I get death threats. They feed me. A threat is a meal. I eat meals for meals. Three meals a day, ten times a day. Next. Why do you hold that glowing skull? <laughs> and that's that's where it ends. And it says, Sarah does not answer. The skull glows brighter. She's sucking their souls out into that <laughs> this skull. This is insane. She rolls up. I think it's wild that she angers up. She doesn't roll up. She angers up. She right? didn't even explode into spiders. Oh man, oh, I wanted to see that. Yeah, but make the questions good or I'll explode into spiders. So this actually implies that the questions were good. She yeah, she unless the skull glowing is the 
the magical reagent that one needs to explode into spiders. Is, yeah, it's her first. It's her her first deal getting ready to explode into spiders. Yeah, That's. Yeah. I think what really got me was the Hogwarts map. Can you imagine? <laughs> She's a wizard. She's a witch. Yeah, there's definitely something going yeah. on magical. But can you imagine if someone was like, "Hey, what about Russia?" And you're like, "You know what? Russia's not real." If you think it is, show me on Here's this map. Here's the Marauders and map. You show up. You show the the Hogwarts map, and that's that's your your argument here. <laughs> like, I would think. That, I think that's hilarious. Yeah, if I'm watching anything even remotely serious, it doesn't have to be politics. And someone's like, "How is this real?" And, and they're like, "Well, the Hogwarts map says it's not." I'd be like, "What in the world?" Am I watching? And that, that's that's it. And then she says about the the wall. Yeah. That's where it got really real, where she said, I'm going to, I will have a wall built with your questions and your bones. That'd be a pretty strong a wall of bones and questions. Necromancy. Yep. That'd be, I'm okay, seeing that'd the, be the cool. wall, wall from uh, the mummy. Remember? Oh yeah. Isn't yeah. The, the wall a part of, like, of the great wall. Yeah. But underneath is built with yeah, like bones. It's like I'm built on that. the legions of bones of the old Egyptian servants or something like that. Yeah. I think it's pretty gnarly. A threat is a meal. I eat meals for meals. Three meals a day, ten times a day. So does she have 30 meals a day? Yes, which is like more than one an hour. (laughs) Yeah, you're eating more than one an hour. This woman is insatiable. This is... I mean, when it starts and says that she angers her way up to the podium, I'm seeing it in so much of a gnarlier light. Yeah, she's like stomping like an ogre on the way up there. And probably glowing already. I mean, how do we know that? I just feel it. You feel it? Glowing red with rage. I think the strong opener of good afternoon, couple of announcements. Can you imagine? Well, you'd be like, hey, I hope you're having a good day. Couple announcements for everyone. Hope you're not having I a good day. I don't actually wish you a good day. Wow. And the president hates you all. Questions? But he's also, didn't they say that the president's not real? But then too? also she mentions. The president does not exist. Yeah. That was her two. That was her number two about the president downloading Russian spies into his son. Okay. I'm going to paint a picture here. Famous comic book character Bruce Banner gets mm-hmm. progressively angrier and progressively stronger as he gets angrier when he turns into the Hulk. <clears throat> what if this is a Hulk-like situation where when she walks up there, she's a regular mundane person like you or me. They start asking her some questions she doesn't like to hear. She gets angrier. Her magical power intensifies. Her skull starts to glow as the, the, the lies that she's telling are starting to become revealed. The president isn't actually real. I'm just angry. Now I'm going to use this magical skull to turn into spiders or something. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I think, I definitely think that the skull wasn't out initially. No, no during not. this point when she's saying, "Hey, I'm gonna build this wall made of your questions and bones," mm-hmm. she ends up pulling out the skull, and Agreed. that's why the third it it waited to the third journalist to say, "Why, why do you it. why do you hold that yeah. glowing skull?" Because if 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 well, let's take this a bit more really. If this is something political, and the political candidate walks out and they have a glowing skull, that's the first first question. question. Why do you have a glowing first skull? question? Why do you have a And where is skull? Harrison Ford? Yeah, exactly. That one's interesting. That is an interesting one as well. Number four? Infomercial. I can keep going. This might be the only thing we talk about. I mean... <laughs> I'm so down. These are hilarious. a lot more to go. Yeah, through. we're not even halfway through these, no. but we're not going to talk about them. Int Garage. A man... U- oh. A man uses a saw to cut up a different saw. Sawception. Go ahead, voice voiceover. Has this ever happened to you? The man's saw explodes. He is unhurt, but angry. Your saw explodes, but doesn't leave a delicious plate of lasagna 
at the point of explosion? I wish it was lasagna wings. The man looks towards the screen. Life without lasagna? It isn't life. A giant red X appears over the man, indicating he should die. Hashtag never again. Int. <laughs> that word's blurred out for a reason, I suppose. But it cuts to it, to, to more garage. <sighs> Let's just say it's more, and then it starts with an F, and then garage. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. <clears throat> oh my goodness. A more... <sighs> a more Hallmark hot man uses a saw to cut up a pile of teeth. Oh, Just watch. The man continues to saw. Keep watching. The man continues to saw. Any second now. The man saw explodes. After the smoke clears, there is a delicious plate of lasagna on top of the pile of teeth. Do you want to be the uh, the more Hallmark hot man? <laughs> These teeth can stay. Whatever product that makes this happen is never mentioned. <laughs> Worst infomercial ever. So let's face okay. it. I think the biggest bummer of this is that it says whatever product that makes this happen is never mentioned. Which means that it cuts off when he looks at the camera and says, These teeth can stay. I'm assuming this man has no teeth. <laughs> I'm imagining some, some guy looks at the camera, toothless, and is like, these teeth can stay. Not a tooth in that man's mouth. Implying he cut his own teeth into lasagna. The man's saw explodes after the smoke clears. There is a delicious plate of lasagna on top of the pile of teeth. His own teeth. I'm hoping. Well, yeah, a more man uses a saw to cut up a pile of teeth. A more hallmark hot man. He's sitting there. Cut, cutting his teeth up with a saw and it explodes. It could be a bone saw. Those are small. Oh, uh, okay. It could okay. Be, they didn't specify what kind of saw. It could be one of those like big old garage saws, which would be funny, but they could be huge teeth. It could be like megalodon teeth. This literally says <laughs> this oh my infomercial. God, I love that that voiceover jumps in. Because <laughs> I can't even like fathom what's happening. I really need to break this down. A man uses a saw to cut up a different saw. And the voiceover says, has this ever happened to you? How many of you guys can relate? Have you ever been there cutting a saw with your saw? I've never been there. I work in the garage for inappropriate hours and have for years. I have never sawed a saw. <laughs> Saws are for sawing, not for being sawed. So... As far as like bad infomercial, already strike one because yeah. you have to be relatable. But mm -hmm. I will say, mm -hmm. this man's saw explode. He is unhurt but angry. And then the voiceover again says, your saw explodes but doesn't ha leave a delicious plate of lasagna at the point of explosion. <laughs> Implying that it should. Right off the bat. So, it, now, okay. Does the saw create the lasagna or does the explosion create the lasagna well i think knowing at the end here it says whatever product that makes this happen is never mentioned but i initially think that the saw does this so the saw is the object that creates okay okay science we're gonna go full circle here science to create something energy must be created correct yeah which 
obviously the energy isn't going into the lasagna. So when the lasagna spontaneously exists, the energy that it creates, creates an explosion. Mm. This thing materializes lasagna out of the unlimited stick of the universe. <laughs> and that creates energy, which creates an explosion. Life changing. My life is forever changed for the worst. <laughs> for the worst. <laughs> Life without lasagna isn't life. I think that's... This guy should be in the Olive Garden commercial. He should be, honestly, yes. I love that a giant red X appears over the man, indicating he should die. <laughs> I think there's something to it, like you mentioned, that this might be in the future because it says oh, hashtag never again. Where does it say... Wait, did I miss that part? The voiceover, right before it cuts to the other garage, it says hashtag oh, never again. Oh, he literally says the word hashtag. No, no, the voiceover does. Yeah, yeah, Well, I was looking for like a literal hashtag. Or oh, yeah, it says hashtag sign. never again. And then we we jump to the other guy who's just cutting the other thing. And then it goes, the voiceover just pressures you into watching it. And yeah. then it explodes, but it makes lasagna. lasagna. You know, a lot of 90s infomercials had like explosion place in them for who knows what reason. Mm -hmm. Maybe it could be something like that. Like a yeah, you know, like there's an explosion. Like I'm Billy birthday, Mays here and stuff like, like the that. the birthday video I sent. Yeah, yeah. It could be something like that where it's just an explosion for the sake of like catching the audience's attention yeah. maybe i don't know oh yeah maybe it's just there because they're like we need to have something that'll make people get interested so let's just put an explosion here yeah the man saw explodes he's unhurt but angry did it really explode could it have been like a screen effect like those old crappy yeah. like overlays you can do like that app you can do where you put an explosion like a car falling off the cliff or something like that. i don't know use an app you can put on your phone that like you Put an overlay on your pictures where it just had a gif of like a car falling. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Dumb yeah, one. yeah, those things. I remember. Yeah. It's literally that. And I think what nails it being the worst thing ever is that whatever product makes this happen is never mentioned. Yes. We're left wondering what, is what it is. Which makes me then want to go search it, which increases their search engine optimization. That's true. Mm -hmm. The curiosity. So I was reading number five, which had the... <laughs> the worst yeah intro line uh it's not bad once you get past the first line so okay. we're going to refer to this person as a hallmark hot woman <laughs> we'll just say listener discretion is advised it's actually not bad once you get past the first bit yeah yeah okay okay let's see intro whale <laughs> yes we're in a whale yes. to start yes Okay. A Hallmark hot woman. Well, it's she's a, it says sexy woman. We can say sexy? We, 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 I don't okay. know. It's her name at one point. It, it says, it, a sexy woman, Becky sex woman, is covered in blood, chained to a bed. She's in a whale, but doesn't know it yet. Ah, blood. It's supposed to be inside my body, not outside it. An old TV turns on. <laughs> we know it's old because it's covered in cobwebs and voted for Trump. The doll from the other movies appears on the screen. The other movies. The other movies. If you weren't, if you weren't sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it was this movie, the other this movies. is the doll from this the other movies. The other one. This but this time, he's sexier. <gasps> we know he's sexier because. He <laughs> I did not read that. I don't part. know what to say about that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna censor that one out. But he's, he's, he's sexier. He's covered we know, we in sexy he cobwebs. Yes. It says like, I don't understand, really, what it means. But yeah. The robot said it. So, <laughs> Sexy Doll, this guy from the other movie says, Hello, Becky. Want to play a game? Yes, of course. Don't be silly. Yes, 100%. Game. 
game, please. Becky still doesn't realize she's inside a whale. Not sure why that matters yet. Sexy Doll says, Becky, you're inside a whale. (gasps) He points it out. Becky now realizes she's inside a whale. She's fine with it. Sexy Doll says, I hid the key to this whale inside your pancreas. Good thing I'm a pancreas doctor. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. No, she whispers. Yeah, she whispers. I'm sorry. Let me get into the right mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing I'm a pancreas doctor. Sexy Doll says, but since I know you're a pancreas doctor, oh, no. I took it out of your pancreas and put it in one of your kidneys. The cool one. Oh. Oh. Whispers to self. Oh. <laughs> ah. I don't know kidneys. A countdown starts counting down from one hour on the TV. Sexy Doll says, whoa, what the bleep is that? I didn't do that. Who did that? A whale <laughs> did that? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. The TV is inside of the whale, and the whale put an hour countdown <laughs> the whale on the just TV. Put the, the, okay. Maybe the whale is cooking dinner. This synopsis is crazy because, so... I don't even know what would what would go on in my mind if I woke up inside of a dark chamber. Mm-hmm. That was I mean I imagine a whale's mouth, or I guess it doesn't inside even really say mouth. It's just his whale, probably dark. Is dark and damp and cold, and you're covered in blood, or maybe warm. And I'm covered in blood, and you're I'm chained to a, to a bed. bed. How did they get? Wait a second. How did they get a bed in a whale? That's why I'm thinking mouth. Because I think, yeah, them swallowed yet, like yeah. a monstro situation. Maybe. Yeah, I think the the mouth. Could like house that? Like okay, I mean, okay. I'm thinking the mouth in Finding Nemo, right? Like the fish is in there. Well, like, the fish is a fish is small, small, but at the same this time, is like, an ad- well, we don't know it's an adult human, and oh. she's talking to a doll. Dolls traditionally quite small. What if Becky, Becky sex, woman. sex woman is also a doll? That's true. Well, she does say the blood is supposed to be inside my body, not outside of it. Which okay, would most imply of the she's dolls living. that I've seen don't have blood. She's organic. No, no. Okay, so. But this thing who shows up on the old TV that's covered in cobwebs, who's this sexy doll, <laughs> says, you want to play a game. So, I mean, what is it? What are those movies? Is that Saw? Saw, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is it's clearly get... an homage to Saw. Yeah, a little tip of the But hat. that's where it says the doll from the other movies appears on the screen. I think, okay, I've never seen Saw. I hate that stuff. Me either. Isn't there like a doll face in Saw? Oh well, no, yeah, I can see the face. It's that like white the face with, with, the, the, with the, the curly cues on the. Well, it cheeks. has the red like targets on the cheek with the black like yeah. frayed hair. So that's what I'm kind of seeing, so but a sexy doll. version. So Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling with a white like, uh, geisha looking thing. Unless the, I'm thinking handsome Squidward. Handsome Squidward. Handsome there it Squidward. is. That's the face yep. with the with yep, the yep, same yep. red circles on the cheek. Yep. Um, and he's covered in sexy spider webs. Mm-hmm. And it says, "You want to play a game?" And then it's interesting. So she says, "I'll play a game." And then it takes like four lines to say, "Hey, Becky doesn't realize she's in a whale." Becky's like, or the doll points out, "Hey, Becky, you're inside of a whale." And then she's like, "Oh, well, I've realized I'm in a whale, but she's fine with it." Why? I think it's it, it it is foreshadowing to the very end, where it says the whale did that. The whale did. The that. whale is apparently in charge because I love this little this little conversation that happens where he's like, "Hey, I'm the sexy doll," and he says, "I hid the key inside." Yes. Uh, the key to this whale. Okay, wait. Wait, oh, wait. I didn't even realize that the sexy doll says, "I hid the key to this whale inside your pancreas." Now, I've never <laughs> seen a whale outside of movies and aquariums whales don't lock 
<laughs> this whale has a key. Unless it's not <clears throat> a literal key to unlock the <gasps> the key to the whale's heart. You're right. The key the key isn't a physical key always. It's a metaphor. The key to the whale. The key to oh. eternal happiness. The the key to the whale is insulin inside of her pancreas, but it's been Wait. hidden in her well, wait wait why is the key to the whale insulin is it a diabetic whale? because well he hid it in her pancreas oh <gasps> you're right in the pancreas is what, oh. good thing i'm a pancreas doctor but then i love this part actually so but since i know you're a pancreas doctor i took it out of your pancreas and put it in one of your kidneys the cool one the cool one <laughs> the cool kidney wait. in case you were wondering i put this 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 key inside your cool kidney And then Becky, who's apparently a pancreas doctor, says, I don't know kidneys. So I just Googled uh, what kidney is cooler. I'm not getting any responses. Okay. Yeah, I was like... I was hoping I would, but... Yeah. How would you define? Like, if I was in this... So let's face it. Actually, okay, wait. Let me finish off. Mm -hmm. And then she says, I don't know kidneys. A countdown starts for mm -hmm. one hour on the TV. So the whale's cooking And dinner. the doll responds and says, whoa, what is that? I didn't do that. Who did it? And he, they don't find out, but we get by the, the, the screen does. thing saying the whale did that. So they don't know that the whale is probably making some 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 lasagna wings, but we do. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Takes them an hour to make these lasagna wings. Yep. And they're in the oven. Now Becky is left to sit there, being a pancreas doctor, chained, chained to, a, to bed, a bed in a whale. In a whale covered in blood she has to decide which kidney is cooler so she can cut into it and get the key to the whale ha wait does she need to get the key to the whale well to apparently to what is implied i guess you're right to implied of how she's gonna get out of here okay so okay because okay, let's okay. face it it says she's fine with being in a whale but she's also like chained up covered in blood yeah that's not cool that's not good i wonder if she could unchain herself she'd be fine living here like uh, living in a whale if she is small enough to, to lay in a bed inside of a whale, yeah, that's true. she's probably okay to live in a whale. It's got free food and water. Brings it to you. <laughs> that's that's quite an image. Yes. Living in a whale. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you look at like old Monstro and Moby Dick and stuff like that. Those whales were huge. They're like aircraft carrier-sized whales. Yeah. You like can live in big. a whale that big. Whales don't move too much. They kind of just go... They're pretty flat most of their yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, especially that big of a whale. Yeah, they angle up and down to go up and down every now and then. They don't... Well, when they breach, that'd be funny. Also, <laughs> your house turns upside down. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I don't yeah. live in a whale anymore. That might, that might be rough. Yeah. Let's hit the next one. Okay. I'm having a good time. I think... I'm going to be honest. I don't think we're really going to go into the other topics, and that's totally all right. That's fine. Oh, oh but there was some good ones. Bing bang. That's all right. Airline safety video. Airline safety video number six. You hit it. Int airplane. We see a flight attendant walking down the aisle. Welcome to plane. This plane can't be trusted, mm -mm. but you can. To be alive, always wear your seatbelt. They hold up a belt that is not connected to the seat. Why? Now, I'm not asking why. It says why. <laughs> it says why. And flight attendant says, there are two exits on this plane. This one here. They point to their head. Sorry, we're going to get through it. And this one here. They point nowhere. Physically impossible, but thanks for trying. <laughs> if you are seated in an exit row, <laughs> you are now the pilot. Oh. Oh, sorry, my part. Um, <laughs> They see an oxygen mask. Wait. Nope. Uh, yeah. We see an empty exit row. This plane will not take off. 
Only one exit row. In case there is a disturbed cloud, oxygen masks will come for you. (laughs) They will come for you. Oh, boy. (laughs) They show an oxygen mask. It is not made of oxygen. Why? (laughs) Again, Again, not asking. No, I'm not asking that. It says why. It says why. There's just enough masks for most people to have enough masks. (laughs) There's just enough masks for most people to have enough masks. Now, if the water is where the plane chooses... (laughs) (laughs) The plane... (laughs) If it's... (laughs) If I'm gonna get through one of these without cracking up the whole time. You wanna try again? Yeah. There's just enough masks <clears throat> for <laughs> You read it, I can't. There's just enough masks for Okay, this is bad. <laughs> There's just enough masks for most people to have enough masks. Now if the water is where the plane chooses to go, don't worry. Your seat can float far away from you. <laughs> they smile. They are not worried. They aren't on your plane. Young children must be turned off or placed (laughs) in airplane mode. God, I wish you could do that. They hold up a child. (laughs) They switch it into airplane mode. Yes. Flying is illegal, so don't tell. That's the end. That's the end. Imagine if there was a button you could push on a kid to put him in airplane mode. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh, this (gasps) one. This one's insane. I'm, that's yeah. I gotta save this one. That's one for the books. This is actually the one for me. I think this is this is the amazing one. Cause like, uh, we. I mean, I've already talked about flying. I've yep. flown before. And like, can you just imagine, flight attendant walking down the aisle? Mm-hmm. Welcome to plane. And I hear this. Yeah, welcome to plane. This plane can't be trusted, but you can. To be alive, always wear your seatbelt. <laughs> and the seatbelt, to note, is not connected to the seat, which is normal. You know how on a plane they show you like how to use the seatbelt? Oh, you're right, you're right. I'm That's what sorry. I'm thinking. Because okay, okay. it says they hold up a belt that is not connected to a seat. Gotcha. That so makes that sense. would that make sense, sense to me because that's okay. how they they instruct you. But then they say there are two exits on this plane, this one here. And this gets so deep. They point to their head. Meaning the realm of sleep is where they go to escape the plane. That's wild. And then they go this one here and they point nowhere. Which means I'm assuming they just say this one here and then immediately move on to the next line without actually doing anything. Yeah, so they go. <laughs> Unless they point into. I'd love to like make little movie. videos of these. Oh man! <laughs> if we could, I'm not a filmographer, but you know. You know a filmographer, dude? I totally could. Maybe see if someone will do this for free. <clears throat> there are two exits on this plane. This one here, and this one here. And they put their hand down. And if you mm-hmm. are seated in an exit row, you are now the pilot. But the the exit row is empty. Now this, although they notate, we see an empty exit row, oh, which means right. one. Most planes have like four, six, six on four, depending, depending on the plane size, is. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So they're hmm. not all planes. Well, it's twenty twenty two. Most planes are pretty filled to the brim. Yeah. There's probably like a a fellow ten year old sitting in one of those things. It's like I am now the captain. Look at me. I am the captain of this plane. In case there is a disturbed cloud, oxygen masks will come for you. They'll come for you. But they need to make sure that you understand this is not a mask made of oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of they you They show an oxygen mask and it's not, not made, made of oxygen. Of oxygen. Yes. Why? Yes. <laughs> it says why. Yeah, as if... Yeah, well. <clears throat> There's just enough masks for most people to have enough masks. 
I love that sentence. There's just enough masks for most people to have enough masks. <clears throat> so some, I'm okay. Famous movie Shrek, Lord Farquaad. Mm-hmm. Some of you will die today, but this is a sacrifice I'm going to make. Imagine if planes did that. Yeah. If this plane crashes, some of you are going to die. Mm-hmm. And that's cool with us. And they're like, no, but that's perfectly how it's supposed to be. There's not even an attempt <laughs> to save no, everyone. No, no, oh no. I do love. Now, if the water is where the plane chooses, <laughs> the plane to, chooses go, to go, <laughs> don't worry. That line is so... If the water the is where the plane chooses to go, don't worry. Your seat can float far away from you. Once again, reinforcing that if this plane goes down, you're probably going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's literally just like, yeah, you're going to oh die. God. And then we get to that final piece about the children. They must be turned off or plays into airplane <laughs> mode. They hold up a child. They switch it into airplane mode. Yes. Yes. How do they do that? I, I also want to notate that um, th- all of these have comments. It's one of those websites that's probably from like the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, commenter Night Owl says, if only you could really switch a child into airplane mode, which I thought so too. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Just bleep. But what would it do? Would it just turn off communication like it does for devices? I would assume it makes them just go to Docile. sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. Knock out. Pass off for a little bit. It has an actual switch. But this is crazy because at the end of it, they literally say flying is illegal, so don't tell. So I'm definitely getting the vibe of like in the future mm-hmm. and flying has now become illegal, but there's like corporations enough that will do it. Okay. It's just like smuggling almost. Because why would you have a safety uh, speech, a safety video as this is basically saying Oh, it is a video. Oh, yeah, yeah, it says airline safety video. It's not even... Oh, it's like the ones in the front of the seat in front of you. Yeah. Right? yeah okay, Why okay, would okay. you have an airline safety video if you weren't like a corporation? You know what I mean? I mean... So flying is dangerous. The yeah. only escape is your head and nowhere. You're the pilot if you're in the exit row. And masks are going to come for you, but we just got enough for people to have enough. We might go to the water if the plane wants to. That That is interesting. Okay, so let's unpack this a little bit. So flying is illegal... So don't tell, which obviously means like this is some kind of undercover operation, some black market, shiznick, whatever. Okay. If you're doing something illegal, you probably don't care what happens to the people you're exactly. doing it too. So if, why a safety video? Yeah. Unless this is like organized mafia crime. Because mm-hmm. mafia cares about the other people in the mafia. Yeah, It's like true. a family, right? But mafias also used to have like, uh, what are they called? The places where you can get beer, where you're not supposed to have beer. Speakeasies. Oh, speakeasies. Speakeasies were 100% illegal, but at the same time, you want to make sure that everyone there is like happy and safe, so you get the more moolah. Yeah, it's true. There's the, there's the structure This is to... an underground flying rig. Yeah. This is definitely like, yeah. don't tell the people about what we're doing mm-hmm. here, but because you need us, mm-hmm. we're going to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The box Paints a very thing. interesting picture for the next 80 years. Yeah. I don't think this is that far in the future. No. <laughs> Excuse me. All yeah. right. Let's see. Oh. No way. Oh, my gosh. These are so good. I'm reading the next few titles, and I'm, like, stoked. The Seinfeld Place. All right. Let's try to do two more. Enter the Fat Building. <laughs> what? Let's, let's try to do the next two. Jeopardy and Seinfeld. Those sound funny. Okay. Okay. All right. Jeopardy. Um... Oh, dang, yeah, because we're what hitting What about Mission Impossible? This one is possible. <laughs> what number is that? Number 12. Mission Impossible. This one is possible. 
Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. This is... Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, we're doing this one. Go, Go ahead. ahead. See if you can get through this one. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, yeah, I'm really going to try to get Start through this. Start to finish. This one's all you. Tired. <laughs> the whole thing? Whole thing. Uh, okay, okay, I'll be You do voice. I'm going to be Ethan or Benji. Uh I'm going to be Ethan. You be Ethan. I'm going to be Ethan. Okay. <clears throat> Ethan this Mission one's impossible. This one is possible. Okay, what would X the sun be? Exterior? Exterior yes, of I the sun? So. Okay. So I'm just guessing outside, but we see Ethan Hunt climbing up the sun. He's dressed like Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's winter, but the sun doesn't care. This is one of spicy meatball. Ethan's computer genius friend Benji speaks to him over the radio. Benji is also a radio genius since radios are computers in this movie. Benji says through radio, Ethan, you only have 30 more seconds before the sun realizes... You're not. <laughs> it's dad. Come here, meet the boss of Benji. That's just another time to steal what I need to steal. We focus on what Ethan plans on stealing. And he's gone. I need a second. I need a second. I'm going to bring the halfway gone. <sighs> okay. We're halfway there. We focus on what Ethan plans on stealing. Say it. The <laughs> Say it. Can't do that. <clears throat> He's planning to steal the sun's gigantic trash, trash bag. bag full of space secrets. We meet my balls. There it is. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Well met, my balls. There it is. <laughs> no, not well met. That's what he says. He's oh, well, meet my. Oh. It's even worse. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "Well, meet my balls." He there says, it is. "Well, M E A T my balls." There it is. Well, meet my balls. <laughs> Ethan fires a grappling hook onto one of the sun's many ledges. <laughs> Don't remember those science class. One of the many ledges. Third grade science is He real climbs simple, up and grabs a trash bag of secrets. <clears throat> a voice says, "Not so fast." Ethan turns around, but nobody's there. Voice up here. Ethan slowly looks up and sees a massive space star. Who are you, the king of the meatballs? I'm the sun's dad, and I've got an, Ill an illegal gun. Prepare not, er, prepare to not live. Ethan jumps off the sun. We think it's suicide until we see he has a parachute. <laughs> he activates it. It's full of meatballs. Full of meatballs. What? <laughs> what? I love that you committed to the Italian. Ethan. Oh, have to be. When he oh. opens the opening line is "This is one spicy meatball." Yeah, that's a classic. That's from an invitation. The mask. That's an invitation. Oh my gosh! So this fool is climbing up the sun, and he's. I love that he's, he's grappling, hooking up the sun. I love this part. He's dressed like Tom Cruise. Yes, <laughs> I believe, and I've never seen the movies. I think Ethan Hunt is the character Ethan Tom Cruise Hunt plays is the character in Mission Impossible. In Mission okay. Impossible. Okay. <laughs> What so is Ethan Cruise Hunt dressed is like? dressed like Tom Cruise for this. Which but means he's just dressed like a guy. Yeah. And it's winter, but the sun doesn't care. Why would it? It's the sun. <laughs> I love that Benji's in this for just one line, though. Right? I'm imagining a guy in a parka climbing up a high dog. Where I feel like we could have gone faster, because he says you have 30 seconds before the sun realizes you're not its dad. But then the sun's dad shows <laughs> up. And the dad shows up. So the ruse are trying to get in with here there's 30 second span 
from when Benji says that to mm. when the voice jumps in. But all that really happens in between that is when he says, calm your meatballs, Benji. That's just enough time to steal what I need. Calm your meatballs. <laughs> and we realize, does Ethan say meatballs every time he speaks? Um, Every he line does. in this Every line is, he says. Now, I'm curious. These are, this is a robot. Yeah. AI learns by like seeing and experiencing things. Do the Mission Impossible movies have like a heavy Italian theme? <laughs> no. Where's he getting meatballs from? I'm like seriously like seeing like more Mario, if anything. Literally the lines that Ethan has in this are, this is one spicy meatball. Calm your meatballs, Benji. That's just enough time to steal what I need to steal. Well, meet meet my my balls. balls. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) So who are you? King of meatballs? Ethan has a meatball obsession. For sure. Well, meet my balls. I'm using that in my daily language now. (laughs) That's a good one. I will tell my boss tomorrow to meet my balls. It's uh, what would the like synonymous phrase be well, well like, butter, my, butter my buns yeah, yeah. like something like that it's yeah. literally well meet well, my meet balls my there balls. it is but it's someone well, who's a meatball enthusiast world. man which there was a meatball enthusiast on the episode uh, the season of the bachelor this year everyone called him meatballs i don't think i would want to be referred to as meatballs. right just as a meat he thing. introduced him at himself as meatball wait okay well he did that to himself exactly that's Shoot. why maybe this is him <gasps> meet my balls there it is was tom cruise ever on the bachelor I love the revelation that what Ethan Hunt is trying to steal is the sun's gigantic trash bag full of space secrets. What is... Okay. What is a space secret? Aliens? I think anything could be a space secret if we don't know it on Earth. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You found something. I did. Anyways. Space secrets. I have to leave it. Wow. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I mean, we're still on this one here. Um, anything is a space secret that's not on Earth. So, if I'm on the moon and I hide something, that's a space secret. Yeah. Not a very good space secret, but okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it exists. It exists. This was a good one. I love the name. Mission Impossible. This one is possible. This one is possible. <laughs> grappling Hook on the Sun. For those of you listening at home, uh, Grappling Hook on the Sun, 100% possible. Try it out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Go, go do it. All right, we got to get this Jeopardy one, number seven. Number seven. Okay, number <clears> seven, 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 You take seven, the lead. Seven. I'll be contestants. I'm going to be Trebek. Yeah. And, oh, you're Louis. You're Louis. Okay. Well, I'm Louis one and Louis two and Louis three. Okay, so you get to be all the Louises. They need to have different voices for each one, though. <clears throat> all okay. right. Enter the Jeopardy dome. Three contestants stay far away from Alex Trebek. They are all named Louis to make the game fair. <laughs> Louis, you have all the power. Give me the rocks for 50 billion. (laughs) Words appear on blue square. Trebek doesn't trust them, but he reads them. It is his job until he dies alone. Oh, no. In China, they have these. From Louis three. What are rocks? No, don't talk again. (laughs) Louis two buzzes in. Eh. What are big rocks? Wrong. Enough from you. Trebek takes. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Trebek takes Lewis's number two's life essence. Lewis number one says. Buzz. He speaks it out loud. Go ahead. What are Danny DeVito's? Yes. Keep going. (laughs) Give me places with Oreos for 19. This is a wild Jeopardy game. Win it all to lose it all. The blue square has no words on it. 
Trebek throbs with power, but he is silent. Lewis number three doesn't know the answer. Lewis number two is dead. Lewis number one buzzes in. What is right here? Please. No Oreos exist in my realm. <laughs> Lewis, oh God. Lewis number one pulls an Oreo out of his mouth. Trebek screams in Canadian as his body turns to lava. We cut to commercial. So <laughs> that last line really got me thinking. So imagine a Jeopardy game. <laughs> You're watching Jeopardy. It's, it's 1999, right? You're watching Jeopardy. Alex Trebek uses his magic wand to suck the soul out of a poor fool. He starts turning to lava. The director changes the camera around and be like, cut the tape, cut the tape. He's oh going crazy gosh. again. The camera cuts off and then they're like, Billy Mays here. <laughs> the, next thing, the next thing happens. Yeah, because they're like, oh shit, not again. He's going it supernova. It happened. <laughs> As if they moly. knew that this ha just happens to Alex Trebek every now and then. He just goes crazy and turns into lava. I just... I'm still tripping that the first thing that Louis says is give me rocks for 50, for 50 billion dollars. <laughs> the, the option on Jeopardy is 50 billion. And then 19 dollars as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have in China, they have these. And he says, what are rocks? So I'm thinking, what was rocks for 40 billion? Was it in the Sahara Desert? No, okay, they have hold on. These? Let's look at this too. So they're answering the question. So Alex Trebek asked the question. In China, they have these. And so the person answers rocks oh and he says no he's like no they don't, don't have talk rocks. again essentially no and that guy says what are big rocks and then trebek kills him and he says wrong enough from you and, and then sucks his life force. yeah his life essence and then the next <laughs> Wait, guy right the next fool says danny devito's <laughs> implying that in china they have danny devito's <laughs> yeah in china they have these i thought he lived in philadelphia <laughs> danny devito's and they say and trebek says yes, yes keep, keep going. going and he says <laughs> the same you, guy can you imagine <clears throat> the category is places with Oreos yes. for nineteen. Nineteen dollars. I love Next this to rocks. I love that. Can you imagine watching Jeopardy and then this happens? This lasts like five seconds that would be on film. The blue square has no words on it. Trebek throbs with power, but he is silent. Luis three <laughs> doesn't know the answer. Luis two is dead. Luis one buzzes in. What is right here? This is like, like any magician's little trick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm gonna pull an Oreo out of my mouth. <laughs> he just he goes, "What's a place with an Oreo?" And he says, like with a grin on his face, he goes, <laughs> yeah. "Right here." As he <clears throat> pulls it out from behind his ear or something. And, and Trebek is throbbing with power, <laughs> and he goes, "No Oreos <laughs> exist <laughs> in my realm." <laughs> and Luis goes. Whoop, pulls an Oreo out of his mouth and Trebek screams in Canadian Wait, as his means. body turns to lava and then they cut to commercial. So I thought here either one of two things. One, <clears throat> Oreos are Alex Trebek's natural predator. <laughs> and so he is, he needs to escape. Yeah, so, so he, he bursts into lava. Or, or he is so thrumming with power from the life essence that he stole he's reached his ascension That's and true. turns to lava to destroy his arch nemesis Oreos. Oreo wizard <laughs> the Oreos yes as a whole because he banished Oreos from his realm a long time ago That's because yeah I think there's so much power in the phrase no Oreos exist, exist in, in my, my realm, realm <laughs> which gives him like a Sauron type persona <laughs> of then, an arch and wizard and then there's straight up an Oreo in this fool's mouth yeah he pulls one out yeah. and then immediately Trebek turns, screams in Canadian and turns to lava. Yeah. <clears throat> I do love that they added 
we cut to commercial. Yeah. Because like you said. It makes it think like this has happened before on Jeopardy. And they had to be ready to yeah, like, like, hit this. Season oh. 12 again. Here it goes. Oh, man. We went to 50 billion. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. <laughs> From 50 billion to 19. <laughs> <laughs> That's... See, I, I also I tried to look up like what percent increase is fifty billion to nineteen. My phone couldn't calculate that. Right, the iPhone calculator That's so cannot much. calculate fifty billion. <laughs> That's so much. That's oh hilarious. Okay, <clears throat> number eight, <sighs> Seinfeld. Dude, I'm down to just keep rolling. This is hilarious. I got time for one more. Okay, I have not eaten dinner yet. <laughs> You're right. Uh, okay, Seinfeld. Enter the fat building. Seinfeld Place? Oh, that's Antiquities Roadshow. Antiquities. <laughs> uh, okay. Enter Seinfeld Place. George and Elaine sit on the couch. Jerry eats a plate of cereal. Interesting. <laughs> George is upset. Elaine is Elaine. <laughs> George says, A bird stole my job. It's not fair. Don't blame the bird. I wasn't blaming the bird. And then Jerry says, You were blaming the bird. The door shatters open. It's the Kramer. Dressed like the Statue of Liberty. Well, I'm the government now. How can this be? I just asked. You can just... Or Elaine says, you can just ask? You can just ask. This sounds like Simon. <laughs> this bot's too good. You can just ask. The Kramer eats Jerry's plate. <laughs> George says, well, maybe the bird requires blame. Why is George? <laughs> he blames the bird? He blames the bird. Bird blaming, not when I'm government. Repent, repent, <laughs> repent. George will not repent. He will face the consequences. <laughs> See, the weird thing about this is, yes, is written by AI. This if, is pretty accurate. If you showed me this on a Seinfeld screenplay, I'd be like, I didn't miss that episode. It's funny because I like actually think I watched the episode that the bot probably had watched probably. about the bird yeah. where uh, George is like, he, he runs over some birds with his girlfriend in the car. Okay. And she's upset, but he's like, they didn't move. Like he's, yeah. his whole thing is like we yeah, have an yeah, agreement yeah. with the birds that they're supposed to move. Yeah. <laughs> like this literally reads like something that I if I went on to DV Land, whatever they play Seinfeld on right now, and this came on, I would not blink an eye. This sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Except for the part where he eats a plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, he, he comes in and says, I'm the government, and he's dressed yeah. like the Statue of Liberty. I, I think I've seen Kramer do that. And then they say, How can this be? I just asked. That's you totally just asked? Seinfeld. Yeah. You can just ask. Like that's the dialogue that's in that yeah, show. Yeah. That is weird. Dang. It's too close to home. That's a good one. I am discomfort. I am discomfort. I am discomfort. Dang, how many are on here? There's a lot. Oh my okay. goodness. Yeah, we didn't even get halfway through. Yeah, there are... Sky Fieri, Fox News. 25. Transformers 6, Cars oh Become goodness. Other Cars. Solo, a Star Wars story. This is... A Star Wars, I'm sorry, story. This is crazy. But you know what? We'll end it there. I think to your point, it's time to eat. Number 18. Uh-oh. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead tales tell no dead men. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> die, dead, dead, dead. Two. <laughs> we'll save that one for another yeah, episode. Oh who knows, my guys? Goodness. Maybe I come back on, We or I just get Alex back here. We just record some more and we read all of these because these are ridiculous. This is mental insanity and mental gymnastics. These are hilarious. But folks... Who knows? Maybe this is the end. Maybe this is a break. And we, not to, not today, but we do it again. But uh, if this is the end, thanks for listening. Um, Alex, thanks for joining. Thanks for having this me. This was a, 
unexpected turn and a very delightful one. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do it again. Absolutely. Um, hope to have some fun uh, as the season comes to the end <clears throat> for the podcast here. Just to start saying it, um, I think I'm going to hit 20 episodes. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm laughing so much. My throat is going crazy. And you spit water out your nose. Yeah, it's wild. Um, I'm going to think I'm going to hit 20 episodes. And I think then I'm going to take a little break for like the holiday season as it take would some be. Time off. I'm going to try and PTO. time that up. And then jump back into the new year with some more fun stuff. But we still got a lot of fun stuff in this season coming up. And some more guests for sure. Um, I should have a surprise episode out this week after this one <gasps> with a surprise guest and then also another one next tuesday so stay tuned is it bentley no it's a special one for dun, 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 my birthday oh and that is someone correct. else who shares my birthday that is correct <gasps> Did not you who do? you think it is oh i was gonna say that would be really rad cool and difficult but, to do but another person who shares the birthday which That's is cool, cool. so okay, okay. folks thanks for listening please uh if you find any screenplays like this, this is our type of humor. Mm-hmm. Send it our way. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. I hope that you guys enjoyed. And stay grinding, I suppose. Stay grinding. Thanks again for listening to Dish Knows Nothing. Follow me on Instagram at Dishyman or email me at Dishyman at gmail.com. Hit me up with topics and questions that I can address on the show. Remember to rate and subscribe. It's truly appreciated. Take care and stay grinding.